you're going to die. Lincoln here from Turn to Burn, FamTFamily.com's Transformational Man Cave, where we encourage males to crush effeminacy and aspire to domestic excellence. We're grateful that you're present with us on another Manliness Rally. This one is a parental hack. We're encouraging parents to, at the appropriate time, in the appropriate way, let children know that you're not always going to be around. You're going to die one day. They are going to be required to be able to take care of themselves. And this is something that many societies deal with differently. Death in the Western society is something that we is a bit taboo but there are many other societies where children grow up around dead bodies around um, their family members dying etc in the caribbean where we're from for example you have families that have family plots right outside your home you might have a couple graves grandma grandpa's grave uh, some auntie nephew cousin's grave and especially in the the rural parts as we would have said the country parts in Jamaica you might see families that live around graves that does not happen that much here in North America in what is called the, the developed world but in many in many countries children are much more comfortable with the concept that you know what my parents can die I can die and we have to be independent so one of the things that we do encourage you to do as parents get your child a pet pets are one way one very very i think um, cool way a very discreet way to teach your children about life and death about responsibility from an early age and when many children have to bury their pet hamster let them do that let them go through that process and this is one thing we encourage let them go through the process of seeing something grow seeing it die burying it and under and getting a new pet understanding that that is a cycle of life that they are involved in and they can appreciate that applying applying that also to humans to mommy to daddy to themselves and to have a different appreciation of life life is not an entitlement life is a gift and where children can find that out at an early age i think it can help them to become more responsible i see something very very interesting here in the west and when i come here where i'm from jamaica back in the day may have improved now school children were not treated with respect on public transportation some public transportation operators bus operators would not want to carry school children there was no dedicated school bus in jamaica back in the day it might have changed now here in america you have school buses that pick you up drop you to a location and parents pick up kids and when school buses the school bus stops every car stops behind the school bus and nobody passes the, the the school bus because you can get ticketed for that so children grow up seeing a society stop and revolve around them in some ways and they can that i feel can get to children and they get entitled they feel that life is is something that they deserve and because look at the way the, you know these people bow down to us 
and you see these children grow up so spoiled sometimes some of them that is and then went into generalizing some children grow up so spoiled based on the perks and the privileges of growing up in a luxurious society like united states not in our cases we know but relative to other places in the world i would dare to say that even the the children in the ghetto of america do have a a, a life if you're in the project some let me not generalize to all projects but i've seen the ghetto in jamaica i've seen the ghetto in america and or some elements of the ghetto life in america and there's no comparison and children have a safety net etc here so it's easy for children making the point easier for children to take life for granted and harder for them to be parented here in some regards compared to other cultures where they don't have a safety net if you are walking a tightrope without a safety net you probably might be a better type tightrope walker than a tightrope walker that has a safety net because you understand hey i have got to be good so if i want to survive children in the caribbean have no safety net and this is something gary v gary vaynerchuk talks about a lot that it's a blessing to be an immigrant in this society because it's the competition is not that fierce for you because you're going up against children that don't know don't have a animals let me not say animal don't have a primal mentality to compete as effectively as other societies do so to connect that to you as a parent we have to let children know that they 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 can have a mindset to earn rather than to to have a mindset of a right to certain things life is a right like life is not a right life is a privilege life is a gift and as messianic community we understand that when we say when we see the account of what jesus christ or messiah or superhero or king did on the cross we appreciate life even more than ever because someone died so we can live and have a life of abundance abundant life in a spiritual and physical sense so we encourage you to get your child a pet so they can understand a little bit more about life and death and responsibility they can see something grow and see something live mature die and understand that this is a part of life because you're as you as a parent are going to die there are societies where children go on a walkabout in i believe aborigine tribes they have to be able to take care of themselves and if they make it back to the village our understanding is hey you're a man if you didn't make it well you weren't a man so something ate you or you fell off a cliff or something you just didn't make it you weren't strong enough and there are stories about the spartan boys the greco spartan uh, boys and i think a famous movie called 300 you see how they trained the young the young men to be able to be independent and um, fighting in the snow fighting a lion or a leopard or whatever it was in the snow with a spear so we see the example of david he was a little shepherd boy and he fought uh i think he may have been a bear or a lion or something like that at a young age to fend for his family and we see king josiah eight-year-old king having to take over the reins of leading a nation there are many examples of youthful successes youths that are appreciative of life and are able to take responsibility 
for very serious situations in their life and one of the things that we encourage you to do to be as a parent is someone who prepares your child for war prepares them to take on spiritual and physical responsibility for themselves Christ at 12 years old was left by himself for three days and we didn't get any inclination that he was worried and he was struggling in any way for those days when his parents were away from him. And that's a story in the Bible about Christ being away from his parents for three days at uh, at in Jerusalem. And he seemed to be surprised when they came back and they were questioning him, how do you have us worried? They were worried about him. He wasn't worried at all. And he said, don't you know, I must be about my father's business. He had the mindset, even from 12 years old, that he needed to take responsibility for his life. He understood the urgency of his life. He knew he was not going to live to see a ripe old age. And he had stuff to do before he expired from his body in that sense. So as parents, I think and I believe that it's a biblical practice for us to let children know that life is a gift life is not a right and we can train children to understand that they are going to die you as a parent are going to die they can be independent minded from an early age yes you, you don't want them to to not be a not have a childhood however at the same time we want them to not get stuck in that childhood with that said, we hope that this was helpful to you. Get your child a pet. Take it from there. If you need some help, we can we can give you some support in some regards with this. But listen out for the next segment. Give the gift of prayer. Lincoln here from Turn to Burn FamilyFamily.com's Transformational Man Cave, where we encourage males to crush effeminacy and maliteracy and aspire to domestic excellence. We're grateful that you're present on another manliness rally. This is a spiritual hack, hack and we are encouraging males to pray. We are on our usual website that we get prayer points from, Voice of the Matters or ICommitToPray.com. And there are a number of headlines that we encourage you to add to your prayer list. April 25, 2009, Indonesia earthquake brings need for Bibles. And this is what uh, ICommitToPray.com says. On September 28, 2018, a powerful earthquake hit central Sulawesi province, Indonesia, killing at least 1,763 people and destroying 1,700 homes. An additional 5,000 people were reported missing. Many Christians lost their Bibles, a lifeline for those recovering from devastating losses. So, Voice of the Martyrs committed to providing 10,000 Bibles to replace those that were lost. VOM, Voice of the Martyrs, workers who helped distribute Bibles in some of the affected communities said the believers were deeply grateful. Quote, one woman grabbed my hand and would not let go, end quote, a VOM worker said. Pray that God's word will strengthen the faith of those who received a Bible. Then the website has a picture of a very, very beautiful young 
girl, young girl, I believe, a child that is so grateful to receive the Bible and the Bible is in their native tongue. April 25, 25th, 2019, Eritrea. Christian convert misses son left behind. That's the headline. The news article continues. After Faven, or Faven came to know Christ, she suddenly had to leave Eritrea. She was able to take only two of her children with her, leaving a son behind. She says, pray for my other son who is still in Eritrea with his dad and being taught Islam, end quote, she said. I miss him and I want him to be strong in Christ. Her other children are, uh, end quote, her other children are doing well in their adopted country, though one of her sons has been asking why his father is a Muslim. Faven is unsure how to answer him. Let us continue praying for them as a family and to trust the Lord to answer all the hard questions, the VOM worker said. Faven hopes her entire family will come to know Christ. And there's a picture of some of Faven's kids on this website. April 25th, 2019, Uganda, unwilling to forsake Christ. When Susubi became a believer, his wife and children were given to another man and he was fired from his job for his job teaching Islam. Then his family tried to kill him. Despite these difficulties, Susubi was determined to follow Christ, even when he felt the Lord leading him to go back and share the gospel with his people. Susubi was attacked, harassed, abused, and beaten as he shared the gospel door to door. And recently, he was given poisoned fruit, which made him ill. But when his family confronted him again, he told them, Christ changed me and I cannot forsake him for anything. Pray that Susubi will recover from his illness and pray for his family, who may be targeted because of his Christian faith. And there's a picture of Susubi uh, on the website. These are some prayer pointers that we encourage you, we urge you to add to your prayer list. We, at Family Family, we do have a prayer ministry as part of our business. Uh, well, not a business, it's part of our business is a ministry which includes prayer. That's probably how I should have said it. And we encourage you, if you do have your own prayer requests, you, there's a prayer request form on FamityFamily.com. However, on Voice of the Matters or ICommitToPray.com, their prayer ministry is, is so powerful, I feel. Adding these prayer pointers does add a certain richness to your prayer life. Sometimes we are so comfortable here in the West and even our problems are so minute compared to the challenges that these brothers and sisters face. You look at Susubi, Faven, and the other lady mentioned and you know you're 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 driven to to a different level of prayer in your priestcraft in your discipline of of your your messianic discipline and you want to reach out more for these brothers and sisters because we love them and they are going they're at another level of persecution we're all as christians persecuted at some level however their level of persecution is much more intense than those that many of us face here in the west 
and of course with we when we speak about Eritrea I remember reading this book from a sister a sister called Helen Berhani and I think it's called Song of the Nightingale or Song of the Hummingbird or something like that I read it a little while back and she spoke about her ordeal her prison ordeal as a Christian in that country it does seem that Eritrea I'm not sure what the current state political state is but Christians were persecuted up to the time when Helen Berhani left and it seems like with Favin's story Favin's story the persecution is still persisting so we do encourage you to add to your prayer list prayers for saints that are persecuted and you could find some of these stories at voiceofthemartyrs.com or icommittopray.com and we're going to continue to showcase these prayer points because there's so much to pray about in this world and what I find is the more you pray prayer changes people and you can always give the gift of prayer and you start out many often praying and you might end up becoming a financial giver if for example you're a male that used to be a drug smuggler you used to have connections all, all across the world you are now able because you're a new person you don't have to be afraid of those connections anymore many people totally cut off ties from their past and that may be so at the early stage of your christian walk however there is a time when you know i think second corinthians 10 verse 7 or 8 i believe says that you can take revenge when your obedience is fulfilled so we can actually utilize some of these gifts we had because if you're a drug dealer drug smuggler ex-drug smuggler you actually were using your talent of logistics for a negative purpose but you can still use that same talent for a positive purpose Uh, and if you are someone that has that skill set we do encourage you to to see how you can help these guys in in uh, i believe uh, indonesia where that earthquake hit last year to get bibles into that country you may not it may not have to always be smuggled illegally but you still can use your logistics talents um, legally and to help to get the 10,000 bible target uh, met by voice of the martyrs because those people the bible is not just a book it is as a person said in the in the in the news article it is a lifeline for these poor persons who need hope because the story of hope is so strong it's so so vivid it's so visceral in the bible to help people who have been who have suffered such such devastating loss over 1700 people killed 1700 homes destroyed and yes you start with prayer and prayer is very powerful because that is our divine twitter and networking that's our social networking platform with god and with the 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 invisible realm with the heavenly realm and we can definitely do a lot with prayer and that is to animate us now to move to another level of of ministry might be financial might be that you give your time if you were someone who can help with logistics based on your track your past your past life story and we just picked on, for example, someone who, had, who was a drug dealer. We don't have to have been a drug dealer. You may be a retired, somebody retired from DHL or from one of these major, 
major logistics chains and you can use your skills to help people to get these bibles effectively in the hands of person not just bibles maybe bibles medicine construction material whatever it is to help these people all across the world you may help to move people because this lady Susubia Faven I think has is still she still has a son in Eritrea that she's worried about and he is being indoctrinated in another culture that is not pro-Christ so help is needed in so many areas and starting with prayer can lead into other areas of help and we encourage you to visit voiceofthematters.com icommittopray.com visit our website if you have your own prayer request but one of the things Ephesians 6 verse 18 teaches us to do as males is to pray selflessly praying for all praying for others as much as we pray for ourselves not just to pray for our own needs but to pray for the needs of the saints so with that said we encourage you to continue to give us your support and listen out for the next segment